Okay. Three, two, two one. one. And we're back. All right, so it's wrestling time, and Omega Kai, take it away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so far, it's going to be on with the, with the top two great ones, either Shawn Michaels or... Shawn Michaels or Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Yeah. Today, that's like the biggest arguments I have still. Yeah. Yeah. And on the past weekend, his birthday just came, you know. He was yeah. Ah, 70 yeah. years old. Yeah. Damn. I know. <laughs> I feel old. <laughs> I watched when I was a kid. Well, yeah, yeah we, we both did. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Ric Flair, if you're listening to us, uh, happy birthday. Uh, wish you many more yeah. happy more years to come. Mm-hmm. Um, anything you want to say to... Oh yeah, yeah. In your honor, I will, you know, do some chops on Night Rider seventy times, and yell woo every time. <laughs> <laughs> now bring Night Rider here. <laughs> I'll stop. Right. Put some Vaseline in my my oh forearms. I'm getting ready. <laughs> yeah, so okay. It's in in honor of Ric Flair, you know, turning seventy and all. Mm-hmm. And remember when I seen those pictures of the night with the with Triple H and yeah. Chris Jericho? Uh huh. And Evander Holyfield and all that. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, that was during Ric Flair's party. Wow. And at first, when I saw it, I was like, is AEW and WWE in cahoots? That's what I was thinking. thinking yeah, I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> now, if Cody walks by, I'm like, you guys are in cahoots. <laughs> you're, you're price fixing, a la wrestling fixing. You're creating false competition. Which I wouldn't doubt one day that was possible. <laughs> WWE and AEW just in cahoots. Yeah. creating a false competition to build the market you know flood the market yeah but still yeah I, I, I saw those you know pictures from the tweets and stuff right right so everybody was there yeah. AJ Styles was there you mm-hmm. know the big the big names right. that influenced his careers yeah was Hogan there he, uh, I said great superstars right <laughs> <laughs> Triple H Chris Jericho AJ Styles yeah yeah. Nope, nope. I'm done. Okay, alright. <laughs> Evander Holyfield, yeah. yeah. And Booker T. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, they both gonna go way back to WCW. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, he wins that lawsuit against Activision. <laughs> <laughs> but, anywho, um, in, in honor of Ric Flair, mm-hmm. I guess we're gonna talk about his his top three. Or, you can do more in lieu of, you know, right. Arnold mentions and stuff like that. Okay. So, we can do his uh, top three matches or promos or incidents that happened with Ric Flair's life. Or a wrestling career. Okay. You want me to start or you? You, you start. You go first. Okay, the, the one I remember the most was the, um, it was the last episode of, of Nitro. Mm-hmm. Him versus Sting one more time. Yeah. And he knew WWE just bought WCW. Right. He, he went out there and shoot their promo. Mm-hmm. He, and he does all that thing where he does his uh, overreacting hyper. Right, right, right. Hyper selling, I call mm-hmm. it. And then he, he, and then he challenged Sting. He's like, I don't care. You know? Then he challenged thing, and he thought it's his last match. And since he did all this, you know, hoopla, he mm-hmm. was gonna win. Yeah. No, he he gave, he put Sting over and let him win with the sharpshooter, or the Scorpion Deathlock. Yeah. So I thought that was one of the, the nicest moment ever. Like the last day of WCW. Right. The last day that he's officially it's officially Ted Turner Network. You know. Yeah. Before being bought by WWE, instead of you know going out with Bang because he's a big superstar. Oh yeah. yeah. Like get, you know, getting somebody put him over, mm-hmm. he put somebody else over. Who's you know, same moniker as him. Yeah. It, it it was Sting. Yeah. Yeah. He he didn't. 
it was no, it was no, you know, we call it uh, animosity, no uh, ego or anything like that. Yeah, it was yeah, just, yeah. let me put Sting over because I know he could have a longer career than me. Yeah. So he put Sting over. Mm-hmm. But in reality, Ric Flair had kind of longer, almost the same <laughs> yeah. time frame when they both retired. So it was kind, yeah. of, kind of unique. So that was one moment I thought of Ric Flair, the last episode of WCW on TNT. Right. In Panama City, Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's crazy. That's very obscure. <laughs> yeah, well, that was good. He lost. He lost. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, honorable mention, when he first showed up to TNA. Oh, okay. I kind of vaguely remember. Okay. Nobody didn't expect him to come out. Yeah. Because when, when he said that he was done with WWE, mm-hmm. every, oh, like everyone, including myself, I assumed that he was going to retire. Yeah. He was yeah. going to call it quits. WrestleMania. Yeah, you know, Space Mountain, you know, close for good. Yeah. You know, out of the blue, nowhere, played his music on, on TNA, mm-hmm. and then you just see him walking out. Yeah. You know, and I was just like, uh... Do your strut. Uh, yeah, did the strut and everything, and then... Flirting with Dixie Carter. Mm-hmm. Cut a promo, mm-hmm. like, like he always does, mm-hmm. and then it turned out, yeah, he's going to be working with TNA. And wrestling. And wrestling. It was a good match between him and Hogan, too. Yeah. It was one of the bloodiest matches between both of them. Not only that, but also he had other uh, great feuds. Him and Angle. Yeah. Sting. Um, he passed the torch AJ Styles. Oh, yeah, he did. He made AJ Styles a new Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Which I think they were, I like that gimmick. Yeah. But I like the fact that he passed the torch put, to Yeah, him. he passed it to him. And so, that was a smart move because he saw something in yeah. it. Yeah. In AJ. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. See, full circle. Both on WWE, but with, with that thing when he went to TNA, it kind of took the thunder away from his last match with Shawn Michaels, which yeah. is I'm gonna talk about too. Yeah, that you know, that kind of heartfelt yeah, last yeah, retirement yeah. match in mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Yeah, before Shawn Michaels switched him music him. Yeah, he said I love you, and he switched him music him. Yeah, it was an emotional match. So I'm sorry, and I love yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, I love you. Boom, he kicked him. Yeah, see, only men get that concept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Why do you say I love you? He kicked him right away. Girlfriend says, "Oh, you understand? You're not mad. That's how men love each other, violently." <laughs> all right. So, all right. What's your next one? Well, I just said it. <laughs> okay. No, okay. In 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 lieu of that, it's it's just the uh, when Ric Flair was was going against uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat the first time, uh-huh. and kayfabe was still real. Yeah. And this wasn't the, the, the match wasn't the match was great and all that. Right, right, right. right. But the, the the part I remember is wasn't the match. It was what happened outside the wrestling right. world. He, turns out he, he was shopping one day and guess who was next in the aisle? Oh, Ricky get out of here! Coincidentally, and there was a lot of people around. Yeah. So to to keep him kayfabe, he goes to the aisles. He sees him. He's like he starts yelling at him. You know he does his promo in the middle of the aisle, <laughs> in, in the store. I'm gonna get you next time, you know. You know, other thing was if and if it's because that time they're doing the NWA feud for right, the title, right, right, him right, and Steamboat. Right, right. yeah. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna trash talk him, and, and he left abruptly. Yeah. And then in the middle of the night, next night, Dragon calls up. Hey, what the hell was that about? Oh, I'm just that was just, that was a shoot. Pro, that was a promo, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought you were really upset with me. <laughs> that was good. No, it's just a lot of people around. They both saw us and they, they recognized both of us. So we had I, I did that and I left. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, but he but he forgot to mention to Ricky Giancas Steamboat he was doing a, a promo. Yeah. I, impromptu promo because he was out right, in public. Right, right, right. 
I, right. I know you've heard that story. No, I've heard other stories. I've heard other stories. But that was one of the best stories. It's, yeah. It's just like, what the hell? Kayfabe was real back then. Oh, yeah. They played it. Yeah. They played it. They couldn't be in the same room together. Yeah, they couldn't. Even public. So he had, he had he thought of something. Yeah. And that was what they could think of. He walked away like a coward, you know, like, you know, promo. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was like, was worried, was afraid that he, he was something really bad going to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No. Um... Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of the woo off. Yeah. With Jay Lisa. Mm-hmm. That, was, that, was, that was hilarious. Um, but for me, um, how he survived that plane crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just... He had to wear that little cast on his whole body for like yeah. a month. Yeah, he had to learn how to rehabi- or mm-hmm. rehabilitate his entire body and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. And just, they told him not to wrestle no more. Oh, look yeah. what happened. He became best wrestler ever. <laughs> and this was before he was famous. Oh, yeah. The yeah. super famous before he became the the man. Yeah. To be the man who got beat the man. So yeah. It's especially, too, he coined it, too. Mm-hmm. He coined that phrase. Um, yeah, especially, too, if you actually watched his documentary, mm-hmm. the, the one on ESPN, I think that was the best one of any of Ric Flair's uh a collection of documentaries and stuff like that yeah the espn one was the best one because he, when they asked him about that he went in depth mm-hmm. you know like how, like he he remembered clearly like how was uh how was the plane who was there what was going on mm-hmm. how everything was the going pilot die, right hmm? like the pilot die pilot and i think two other wrestlers died. okay yeah yeah and he, he in and like he remembered too, like something was going on, mm-hmm. something was happening with the plane, and then all of a sudden, blacked out. Yeah. Yeah, that was luck. Uh, yeah. It was lucky that he survived. It was. Yeah. In fact, you you can see the little mark on his back, the little hole. It seems like there's a missing bone. Yeah. It's like a square mm-hmm. circle, and it's like an empty. It's like nothing in there. You see like a hole in his back. Mm-hmm. That, that's from the airplane crash. Yeah. Yeah, that was luck. Doctor said, "Don't wrestle. You you'd luckily be alive." Yeah. And he proved it wrong. And he's the thing, he, he switched his style completely. He yeah. was a muscle powerhouse. Mm-hmm. After that, he became the... A technical like, wrestler? Yeah, t- kind of like the Bob Backlund with, yeah. the, with the muscle still. Mm-hmm. You've seen Young Ric Flair? Oh, yeah. I've, like, yeah. yeah. Completely yeah. different. Yeah, Before and after. You're thinking he was more like Don Morocco Rock. Yeah. He, then he turned out to be... Well, he himself not Ric Flair. Yeah. He's He was like Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and it was because and and um it was he said it himself that it was because um some of the muscles in his body on his body mm-hmm. on the on the way to recovery wasn't healed right so they just shrank so so um yeah so he had he had to work around that well that's great working yeah so he literally had to re-educate himself how to wrestle and become more of a bleeder <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Yeah. He, the art of cutting yourself is by Ric Flair. He even does it on the promo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not afraid to bleed. And he like hits him in his head and like, da, see, see, and he's all dripping in blood. Yeah. yeah. Steve Carino read his book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good old Steve Carino. You know. Yeah. Want to talk about my number one? Yeah, sure. What's your number one? Well, I, I don't know. I won't, I won't take your thunder away, but. Was it? The Royal Rumble when he won. No, I agree with you on that one. Yeah. I agree with you on that one. That, that was the best Royal Rumble, I think, of all time. 
or to, like if there was like a top three, that will be at least my number one or number mm-hmm. two. He was the third man. Third man in. He was the original Iron Man of Royal Rumbles. He set the. Mm-hmm. He, he said it. Ironically, Shawn Michaels beat him, but beat number one. Yes. Which I don't get the concept. Number one, number two, it actually goes in the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yet, if if the second man wins, he doesn't count or something. What's... Yeah. Oh yeah, but still. And, no, and also too, I think no one else, I think in the history of the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. has ever won it at number three. Yeah, mostly it's like in the. They said, they said number fourteen was the highest, best number. Uh, thirteen was the unlucky number. Mm-hmm. Fourteen was the lucky number. Between four, uh, fourteen, twenty-one, mm-hmm. or uh, the last three numbers. Yeah, are usually where the winners come out. Mm-hmm. Once in a while, maybe one, maybe number two. Yeah, never three. From yeah. three to ten, none. And the closest you get from that was uh, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, Stone Cold, and Vince McMahon. McMahon won, abdicated. Yeah. So since by default, Stone Cold won it. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, if you count the greatest Royal Rumble, Daniel Bryan. Did he win? Hmm. Did he win? No, he said an uh, he, he he was number one, mm-hmm. and he was all the way there up to the near. He was the final three. And yeah. He was there for about almost seventy plus minutes. Yeah, that's the only good highlight of that show. So yeah. Let's not talk about that. Oh, and Finn Balor. Finn Balor, yeah, good. Two year, yeah, two years ago, mm-hmm. started out number one. He was in the last three. It was in the last yeah, four. Yeah, I remember that one. He yeah, was, he was. He was drenched. Iron Man of that one. He was drenched. Yeah. Saw that. Besides, yeah, besides Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair was the one before him, so he started that trend. Yeah. And here's the weird thing. Mm. It didn't lead up to him versus Hogan. Was it? I forgot who, 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 who they had a problem with Hogan. Hogan didn't want to push. No, 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 no. The thing, the thing with that one was um, can't be ego of both of them. No, 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 no. Flair didn't mind wrestling with Hogan. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was just Hogan couldn't sell the match. Yeah, that was even rumored. which isn't true. Hmm? Cause that match was so out quick. No, 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 no. Not selling the match as in tickets. I mean in ring. He couldn't perform against Ric Flair. Yeah, there was there was a house show I've mm-hmm. heard that the match was so boring. Mm-hmm. Vince had to come out and call the match off. Which one, the Flair and the- Flair and Hogan, okay. an, an in-house match, mm-hmm. and then he just scraped that match out because uh, Hogan didn't want to sell it to Flair. Uh, I don't know. There was there was rumors that Flair was the better of the two. Well, yeah. And then, <laughs> obviously, no, no. It was like at that time, Flair was the better of the two, uh-huh. and Hogan couldn't keep pace. Yeah, I believe that. I mean, technicality wise. Yeah, Hogan's more of the energetic type. Mm-hmm. But we finally saw it in TNA. Mm-hmm. Turns out, if that was the match for for WrestleMania, it yeah. would've been awesome. Yeah, they were both bloody. <laughs> but, well, you know, thirty years in the making. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. But imagine when they were younger. Oh man! If they decided to like put the ego aside, I don't know whose fault. I'm just saying they. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Money on Hogan still, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, if they could, you know, put ego aside and just did a, a great wrestling match, mm-hmm. it could have been one of the best. Could have been one. Because look, yeah, because we saw him at TNA at that age, and still, can. yeah, Hogan and Flair alone, yeah, mm-hmm. great match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The flop, the flare flop. 
That's all Arnold mentioned too. <laughs> yeah, the flop. Man, it's just just drops the face genius. Down. This oversell. Mm-hmm. I think Charlotte does it too. Or I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. She does it, but she says it does it differently. She just falls. <laughs> yeah, but she, she does the flop, but like in her own way, I think. Yeah, she just go. I think she does more of like instead of just dropping, he just goes silent and just fall. Yeah. But Shawn Michael does the oversell too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the one we versus Hogan? Uh huh. He replicated Flair by overselling. <laughs> Kick me! And he flew up like five feet in the air. <laughs> like nobody kicks that hard. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. Slick Rick, man. Yeah. Slick Rick. That's still an argument to this day between Flair and Shawn Michaels. Who's the better of the two? Better showman, the better wrestler, you know. Yeah, it's going to be, it's hard. That's hard because one. Different times. It was just like, you know, one kind of brought a new style of wrestling mm -hmm. to an organization that was just basically just all. Steroid infused. Yeah. Muscle monkeys, they call them. Uh huh. And then you had another person who survived a plane crash and mm -hmm. literally had to retrain himself. Reinvent himself too. Yeah. Because he was one of those steroid monkeys at first, and then he became a technical, like genius. genius, and a hype man, and one of the best hype man there is. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's the best uh, uh, by far. I think if anybody who wanted to get into the business and needed to see psychology wise not just psychology wise but know how to cut a promo yeah with with, with sheer pizzazz mm -hmm. flair flair yeah yeah who's better heel between michaels and flair flair see no the thing is when when michaels is a heel you honestly hate him when flair's a heel i still love him yeah, but see, but the, thing the weird with, part. Yeah, see, but the thing with Flair though was, when he was a heel, mm -hmm. oh man, he was cocky as hell, like so much. He was he he had this swagger, yeah, going on and everything, and he would insult like expect the best. If you want to see his best work as a heel, mm -hmm. WCW. Yeah, well, him with um, what's his name? Uh, mean Gene Oakland. Yeah, his promos. Yeah, and especially too, he would he would always look at. He would find like the fattest person in the audience and just call him out. You hey, know? fat boy. Yeah, you shut up too, fat boy. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Oh, this also his honorable mentions him and Mean Gene. Mean. And then you know, introduction. Yeah. But yeah, we that's, that's we got argue. I see. I like Shawn Michaels more. Right. Just because, I you know I was a fan of him mm -hmm. when he was a heel. Like, that was a dick move. <laughs> you like you feel like you actually I can feel people. I can't defend you, man. You know I love you, but I can't Barbershop. defend you. Barbershop. Yeah, but it's one of those stuff where it's, oh, and a screw job too. Ooh. Oh, oh man, God. man, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Most hated person job. in Canada. Yeah, still to this day. Well, if Bret Hart forgave him. Canada has yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot. If a country cannot forgive one person. Yeah. We could argue about that one too. <laughs> so, so, any other flare moments? Um, besides, you know, his battle with Tony Anoki in, in Korea. Korea or Japan? No, Korea. He was in Korea, South Korea, North Korea. Oh, oh wait, I remember this one. <laughs> oh my God, wait, it was him and uh, Muhammad Ali. Was there? It was him, Muhammad Ali, and um, uh, Antonio Anoki. Yeah, and they almost had an international incident. Yep. Cause Ali said something about the country out loud, 
no, no, it wasn't him. It was, um, it wasn't Ollie. It was, uh, Flair and Oki. They brought wrestlers from their respective companies, yeah. you know, yeah. from New Japan and WCW. Somebody from the WCW mm-hmm. was calling home mm-hmm. and said, quote unquote, I just want to get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. There's nothing here. Yeah. It's like, why? I, like, I, I regretted to come over here. Yeah. It took Flair and Anoki a good day mm-hmm. just to convince them to let that wrestler go home. You serious? Yeah. Well. Because it, no, it, it, they, no they, they were photo. They, they were. Being recorded. Yeah. I'm talking bad about the country. He talked bad about the country. Yeah. But yeah, but I think Ali said, I can't get. Can't wait to get the F out of here or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember that one now. Mm-hmm. Who um, won that match? Not we Flair. Don't, we don't know. And nobody wants to talk about it? It was never televised. You know, it was televised, but... Korea owned the rights? Yeah, Korea owns the rights. So you you never know. That's but, they said, but a lot of people... But the people who did see it... Mm-hmm. They said it was one of the best. Well, yeah, it's kind of like a life for it, depending on. <laughs> yeah, they said it was Seems one like of. It. Yeah, it was like one of the best matches that was ne- that no one will ever see. Unless you're North Koreans. Yeah. Yeah, that's depressing, dude. Yeah. Okay, move on to. Them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, Rick well, Flair. Yeah. Yeah, Rick Flair. He did everything. He wrestled North Korea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wrestled in Japan. Uh, the title, NWA, the title belt, everything. Well, yeah. by the way, a famous incident, too, when he took that title to WWE with him. And gave it to Vince. The big, well, now he's with Vince. He gave it to him. Before that, it was still his. Yeah. The the big gold belt. Mm-hmm. Because he, cause he uh, the owner, what was it, Watts? I think so, yeah, yeah. He never paid him back for the deposit. Mm-hmm. So it was his belt. <laughs> If I was Flair, I should have just kept it. No, no, I think Vince McMahon gave him some money when he was in debt. Oh, okay. As a way to pay, repay him. That was right, right, the right. belt. And which was true. Oh, okay. And he, after that, he worked with Vince. Was, well, I mean, you've, you've watched one of his documentary. Yeah. Like he borrowed money and Vince gave it to him. Paid him back. Mm-hmm. He paid him back. He also did some promos and shows for him. Yeah. And two-time Hall of Fame, so. Yeah. You can see it in good terms. Yeah. Flair's money. So. <laughs> always has, always will be. Yeah, so. anywho. Yeah, so anything else you want to talk about? Flair? Oh, man, we go on days. <laughs> Shoot. I, get, I, get, I remember him versus Vader alone, man. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. This one, Vader was awesome in WCW days, in Japan yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. Oh, in Germany. It was, uh, remember the famous match where Mick Foley lost his ear? Mm-hmm. It was uh, Vader, Vader, Flair, and Fellwells. Was it Funk? Abdullah the Butcher. But it was one of the it was ta- it was tag with Flair. Uh huh. And the ropes, he got caught in the ropes. And oh yeah, uh huh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah. one infamous match too. Yeah. Still, that was. Yeah, just yeah. Oh, more here. You know, when I was a kid, the most favorite, my favorite moment of Flair, mm. is when he always tried to steal a kiss from Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> Nowadays, that's that's not called for. That's well woke now. That's sexual harassment and assault. Yeah. <laughs> but back then, it was goofy and funny. <laughs> and yeah. at one time, they both 
remember uh, remember Macho and Hogan uh-huh. were feuding? Uh-huh. <laughs> he came out and chasing Miss Elizabeth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. He, uh, and, oh, oh, The Undertaker's first win Survivor Series against Hogan. Flair helped. Yeah. He gave the chair and he tombstone onto the chair. I remember that. Oh, uh, man. His moments are never. Sometimes it's not about wrestling. He just he was just there for just the right. What, yeah, he what he did. Yeah, because his wrestling match was what bloody. Mm-hmm. But sometimes he just does dick moves and it's like yeah, I remember man. you because of that. Mm-hmm. I know you had a hardcore match with Terry Funk, but I remember you was being a dick against <laughs> <laughs> Hogan and Macho uh, Hogan and Undertaker. Right. Yeah. And he left for WCW. <laughs> Again. <laughs> All right. Just, yeah. We go on all day with Flair. Yeah, of course. This is the stories, the man, the yeah. myth, the legend. Uh, it's hard to transition with this one. Yeah. Okay. We go to the next one, dude. You wanna, or you just wanna call it quits? Call it, yeah. Happy birthday, Ric Flair. We love you. Yeah, just and many more. Yeah, happy birthday, man, the man, the myth, the legend himself, the nature boy, Ric yeah. Flair. Mm-hmm. Slick Rick. Yeah. Thirty oh. years from now, we do a hundred year special, the century of Ric Flair. <laughs> hundred year old Ric Flair. Yeah. Let's see if he'll go on Space Mountain. Take Space Mountain one more time. Well, people, you know, you know, it's funny with Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. If you take it away, people will miss it, and they want it back. Yeah. And of course, you got to ride again. You got to bring back Space Mountain. Yeah, of course. He's Ric Flair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool. I, I think if it wasn't for him saying Space Mountain, I think people wouldn't even notice what the hell Space Mountain was. Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. Besides the deaths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Disney don't pay him. Is it yeah? Disney just should have paid him some money for that. Oh, of course. Not, uh, Who wants to ride in Space Mountain? I'm Space Mountain. <laughs> There's only two Space Mountain. The ride and me. <laughs> I'm the one that gives you the thrill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, man. Anywho. Yeah. So um, moving on, yeah. a little bonus segment. Um, DC Universe came out with Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you haven't seen it yet, have you? I saw the poster. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the poster when you saw it? You know, if from a certain angle, uh-huh. it looked like Suicide Squad, and I realized, wait a minute, Suicide Squad, was, was it based off Doom Patrol? Or which one came first? Okay, um, quick little history. Doom Patrol came out months before X-Men. And okay. there's been a debate whether or not if Marvel ripped off Doom Patrol to create X-Men. The Uncanny X-Men? No, X-Men in general. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I see it. Because yeah. it, it looks like the original Beast looked like that one guy in the back, the big guy. Yeah. I'm not really a fan of uh, Doom Patrol because I, I, I don't follow it. Right, right. Okay. But the first time I saw it, I, I thought it was Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Because I saw DC. Yeah. So, um, I've seen the first two episodes of Doom Patrol and you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm just going to say it right now. Doom Patrol is the premier show for the DC Universe Network. Mm-hmm. And I think the DC show from in the television universe. Yeah. It is that good. Um, what I like about the most of it is that it's... They focus on the bizarre and the weird and the crazy. Yeah. And there was even a line that they said that, oh, so you think Superman, uh, what was it? No, what was the line? Oh, 
Oh, so you think there's going to be like a superhero that's going to come and save all of our problems? Mm-hmm. No. Because we're the only ones that are here. Oh, so then our, so then that means we're going to be heroes? Yeah. Oh, it's more like, our back's through the wall, let's be heroes. It's better than dying. Well, the thing was, they were they had no choice but to. Oh. <laughs> kind of like a, a, a Rainbow Coalition, or mm, impromptu? Yeah, just more like, okay, we have a choice to die or to live. Yeah. Which one sounds better to you today? Yeah, yeah that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like they don't want to, but they are. Yeah. Like, so, um, kind of like the old cliche. Mm-hmm. You want to be a hero, but the adventures just be quested on you. Yeah. Kind of like community. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and, Han Solo. Uh, yeah. Han Solo motif. I'm not a hero. <laughs> Next three movies. You're a hero. <laughs> what the hell? But, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the series is great. Everybody mm-hmm. is good in this one. Um, there's no weakest link in the cast your favorite actor or favorite voice actor in this one or actor actor um Brandon Fraser surprised the hell out of me as Robot Man that's him huh yeah that is him looks good lost that weight yeah no he's yeah like when he does when he did the flashback of Robot Man Mm -hmm. yeah that's Fraser he's actually playing but then when in the present he's someone else in the suit but he he brought the best and worst out of, mm-hmm. of of Robot Man, and he does a really great job on it. And also, um, what crazy Jane? She smoking? she is no no no. I um, she is by far I think the most interesting person in the show because that actress has to do all of her her personas. Mm-hmm. So uh, with Crazy Jane, what's her um, special ability again? Okay, she has 64 different personalities. Mm-hmm. Okay, think of a, um, a, per- a person with a... Um, and each person has a special skill? Yeah. Okay. So she has 64 of them like living one, inside her. One's a Kalen, one's a science, you know, chemist and stuff like that. Yeah. One's a physicist and they all could just help each other out. No, they don't. They don't? They all fight? They all fight amongst themselves. But they, they bring her, each character come out? It depends on her mood. Oh, okay. So like what, like... um. One moment she could be a scaredy cat. Mm-hmm. Next moment she could bring the apocalypse to to the DC universe. Next moment she could be a French person. Okay. It depends. It's about on the same. Her, yeah. <laughs> apocalypse and being French. Yeah, and, and then um, you know, and and uh, the actress, uh, she was from Orange Is the New Black. Mm-hmm. Um, great job. Dana Guerrero. Yes, she um, she's knocking this role out of the park. Um, this is really good. This is a really, really good role. Um, everyone else is playing Elastic, uh, Elastic Girl, Invisible Man. Uh, Timothy Dalton has the Chief. Great. I wouldn't expect James Bond to be in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, the person who's Timothy playing Dalton. Yes. Okay. Um, the one who's playing uh, Cyborg. I like the way how they brought in Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Um, Jovan Way. Yes. Um, great pick. Uh, the way that that they introduced him, it wasn't like how he was like in Teen Titans and something like that. And I, I think it was a smart move that they brought him here instead of uh, Beast Boy. Um, I never really did like Beast Boy when he was with the Doom Patrol. Um, even the the villain, Mister Nobody, 
never took this he like this is a character that just doesn't take it seriously he's like he wants to bring hell and fire but he wants to do it his way you know not only he's the series the season's antagonist he's also the narrator of the show okay and like in the beginning of the second episode he already broke the fourth wall in the way that which uh 20th century fox wished they could have done it on deadpool well they did like a soliloquy we actually mentioned the screenwriter's name or something like that no, uh, the scene was like, uh, the chief was like, who are you talking to? Grant Morrison fans, uh, tri- uh, Grant Morrison fans, oh, okay. uh, tri- Reddit, Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, uh, no, Reddit, trolls, uh, what's it? Oh, what's it? Grant Morrison fans, Reddit trolls, mm-hmm. DC used the scriptures, the three new people that uh, that this network has described, yeah. and also the three people that stayed around after watching The Farting Donkey. That's who I'm talking to. <laughs> So it, it, the show is on ne- is on Netflix. No, the show is on the DC uh, universe. Uh, that's always a catch. Yeah, but 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 like Star Trek, it'll be on Netflix. Maybe. Well, it's going to be on Netflix internationally, mm-hmm. but I've heard that they're in talks so that Netflix in the US can do it, can show as well. Okay. Wow. Hopefully. Hopefully, because I'm binge uh, watching. I'm a binge watcher, so yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. Titans was an okay show. It wasn't that great. I didn't like it. It, 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 I it, hate it. it was just horrible. Teen, you're talking about Teen Titans, right? Yeah, the the, the ones that the, the DCU did. DC. That was a horrible show. Um, it was okay. No, it wasn't. Uh, 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 <laughs> let me say, it was an okay show. I, to, to to me. I think if they were trying to bet the horse, mm-hmm. bet the house on this one, yeah, I'm so glad they didn't because there were some moments that they were pretty good. Yeah, like uh, the actress who played Starfire, she was great. She's all right. She was great. Um, the the actress who played Beast Boy, he was okay. The one with Raven, all right. The Nuclear Family, I thought they were, I thought they were great, mm-hmm. great villains. Robin, I couldn't. He, they, they tried so hard to make him like. Christian Batman. Bale, they, yeah, Christian they were Bale, trying, yeah, instead of uh, Bruce Wayne's Batman from the campy versions. No, 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 not just that. It was just he—he he was trying to. They were trying to force him to be Christian Bale. Yeah, like, trying to be brooding and all this stuff. And when he turned into Nightwing yeah. and all, all the injuries, all the scars. Yeah, I'm just like eh. creating a double life, you know, kind of thing. I I was just like, eh, you know what? You could have done better. Yeah, and they should have done better. I, to be honest, I'm just happy there's one actor in there that I enjoy since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Just because he does a lot of, you know, TV series, like on Freshman's Ballet, he was a... Yeah. He played, like, uh, the Tiffany, that was his name? Who? The, the daughter's um, like love interest. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Phil Morse. Uh-huh. As Silas Stone. Yes. He plays Silas Stone? Yes, he does. The doctor. Yes, Cyborg's dad. <laughs> He's playing a serious role. And he does a phenomenal job in it. He took, he, like... No, that's surprising to me because I see him as a comedic actor all the time. Yeah. Meet the Spartans? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, he did a phenomenal job in this film. Uh, and, and on the film. In the, like, in the even series. Star Trek, he was kind of... Yeah. Star Trek 3. Mm-hmm. That's when he first started, I remember. But, uh, no, he did a great job. Um, can't wait to see more of him in the series. Um... Other than that, yeah, like I said, Titan was an okay series. It wasn't that great. It, um, I was the opposite. It was a horrible series. They should have ended it halfway through. The yeah. first series. Yeah, yeah. And make it like a short film. 
Yeah. How, you know, the birth, and that's it. Yeah. Well, they're coming out with a season two. Ah. <laughs> um, yeah. Wasted. Um, the the new season of Young Justice was better than Titans. I like that one. Yeah. That one was, was good. good. Yeah. It was just basically Batman and the Outsiders. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, like that, that one. You can't go wrong with DC animated stuff. Um, but no, uh, Doom Patrol. Yeah, I think Doom Patrol is the premier show for uh, for that network, for that mm-hmm. streaming service, and I think also too for uh, the TV universe that DC's having so far. I think it is the show. It's better. It's better than Supergirl. It's better than Arrow. It's better mm-hmm. than. It's hell of a lot better than Damn Flash. That's for damn sure. Flash um, is okay. I, I like Flash. And then he got too stretched out. Yeah. It. You know, we finally ended with uh, his his love his life knowing who he was and I like that kind of ended for me yeah uh, I like the mystery like mm-hmm. he, never, he, doesn't, he doesn't get the girl till the end yeah when he got the girl and then he kept on going I was like yeah yeah <laughs> what are you gonna do what are you gonna yeah. do Dr. Zoom uh, he killed him already <laughs> stuff like that yeah know? yeah it's, yeah it's like that but the best part of the Flash I'm just doing a side note I don't know why is when he met the original Flash from the 90s TV series oh, he played okay. his, da- uh, his dad yeah and then his dad died and then he came back as Mr. Mercury as part of the uh, parallel universe yeah 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 I thought that should be the season ender but instead <laughs> I know it got, it got killed <laughs> yeah so yeah um, if you guys haven't had a chance go watch Doom Patrol it's on the DC uh, the DCU streaming service if you guys don't have a subscription mm-hmm. on it they do a 30 day uh, free trial mm-hmm. So you can actually watch the first two and I think three to four more episodes. Mm-hmm. Doom Patrol comes out every Friday. Yeah. So. It's funny because uh, I thought it would be some continuity. How these guys could actually transition to the cinema universe. Because when I saw Silas Stone, mm-hmm. when he was Phil Morris instead of the other guy. Yeah. He was known to play a more serious role. Yeah. I'm like, huh, okay. I guess there's no continuity. No, the thing with the Doom Patrol is like they take on missions that are far more crazier and more mm-hmm. world-ending. Yeah. Than, like Justice League, the Justice League and everything. Like for example, um, the first two episodes. Okay, you see a white donkey. All right. Um, the circuit donkey if, of no, Malaysia. No, just no, just a, <laughs> no, just a straight white donkey. Um, you know, Justice League comes. They'll be like. It's a donkey. It's not. It's no threat to us. But lo and behold, you know, the donkey, you know, is a gateway to a parallel universe. And the only way to get into that parallel universe, it has to destroy what's there currently in order to, uh, to in order to go into that parallel universe. Okay, it's one of those trippy. Those weird things, yeah. yeah. A little trippy thing. Yeah, and that's more of a bigger threat than Darkseid trying to conquer Star Labs. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that, you know. What can you do? A lot of stuff, actually. <laughs> well, at least it's Alan Turdick, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> From Firefly. Mm-hmm. Know. You know what's funny? Pirate Mike. He's Mr. Nobody. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I used to say Yar all the time. Uh huh. Because I was watching Dodgeball. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> oh, and he's, he's, he's great. He's great. Yeah. yeah. So, like I said, watch Doom Patrol. You guys will love it. It's on every Friday on the DCU 
uh, streaming service. And without further ado, that is it for this week's uh, podcast for Captain Cats and Night Rider. And on behalf of Omega Kai, I am Captain Cats. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great to hear from you guys. And I hope you guys come back uh, next week for another round of Crazy Bizarre Adventures of Podcasts. I'm usually the paladin with a level three, you know, incantation spell. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! Wait, 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 no, that's D and D next, 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 next week. Okay, <laughs> I confuse the two sometimes. You know that. <laughs> Whatever, my dark mage. <laughs> okay. All right. Episode then. community. Oh, yeah, man, love that. All right then. Until then, take care, guys, and have a great week. All right. Yeah. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. And I got that. Okay. <laughs>